You are listening to Weekend Early. Thank you for joining us in the wee hours of the morning. Now, this next discussion takes an ecological turn and is very fitting, seeing that we are celebrating Plastic Free July. This time, we visit Nigeria. Despite the country's huge deposits of natural resources and human capital, the country is plagued with underdevelopment, corruption, and a distressing level of illiteracy. Inter-African Cleanup Initiative, or ACI. This is an NGO that collaborates with schools in low-income communities to allow parents unable to afford school fees to pay their children's tuition with plastic bottles that they collect. And on the line right now to tell us more about this transformational initiative is the Executive Director of ACI, Alex Akigbe. And welcome, Alex. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to speak to you um, on the Weekend Early Show. Thank you very much for having me. Glad to be here. And, you know, I must say, I am so I was so fascinated by this idea. I happened to be on the CNN website and, you know, I thought this was such a remarkable and and just transformational um, just idea. It's just it's brilliant. I love the concept behind this. But uh, before I even ask you about this project, I'd love to start with you. Have you always been an eco warrior and social activist? And when did you become passionate about uh, climate change and the environment? Uh, I stepped into the space of the environment and climate change uh, in 2009. So for 10 years now, I have been in the space of environmental sustainability and advocating for a clean and healthy environment. And I think it's brilliant that, uh, you know, you've been so devoted and passionate about this for 10 years. And uh, especially with this this project uh, that you also have at uh, Morit International School as well as many others. And as I had mentioned earlier, I had come across this on CNN. And, you know, I thought it was just such a fascinating idea. And it's brilliant, in fact. And it's just it's twofold. It, it uh, helps uh, alleviate environmental problems as well as poverty. But, you know, please could you uh, just explain how all of this works? Um, just to our listeners with uh, the whole thing of uh, parents paying uh, the school tuition uh, with plastic bottles. Now, fine. Thank you very much. The name of the project is known as the Recycle Spay Educational Project. So uh, the Recycle Spay is an innovation of the African Cleanup Initiative that makes education affordable and accessible to low-income parents that have their children in schools. And so... Uh, this project is our own way of trying to create a platform for more children to have access to quality education and also have a way of having a positive impact on the environment by ensuring that the environment is always clean. Because to a large extent, in this part of where we are from, from Nigeria, especially in Lagos, there are plastic bottles everywhere. And before now, people are not seeing the value. Before now, everybody sees plastic bottles as waste. Whatever since we started this campaign, this uh, awareness, people are now beginning to have a different approach towards the plastics. In Lagos, Nigeria, nobody talks about waste sorting before now. All the old waste, the organic waste, the plastic waste, carton, everything goes into one bag. And so what we're doing now, we're now beginning to teach people, teach kids, teach everyone that we should not start sorting our waste because the plastics, the fuel, the carton can go in for somebody's education. And so for us, uh, we came up with this idea and uh, we are targeting the low-income schools at this moment because we know to a large extent, most of them are out of school. They don't have the means to stay in school. Even at the low school fees that some of them pay, but they still find it very difficult. And currently, Nigeria is number one when it comes to the out-of-school children in the whole world. That tells you that we have a large number of 
population of people that are out of school. And this our own initiative is helping to take some of them back to school and also ensure that the ones that are in school don't drop out any longer. And that's why we go from one school to another, trying to set up this campaign, this initiative, and get the parents to key into it because it's an alternative way for them to be paying their school fees now. Some of them struggle, or some of them feel they don't have money to pay their school fees, and so their child should be at home. We are saying that if you don't have money, you have plastics. And some of these plastics are not buying them, they, they are everywhere. All you just need to do is to just keep putting them together, and at the end of the day, you bring them to the school, we we'll collect it from you. We're also partnering with Recycling Friend that comes to collect the plastics in exchange for value that we give money that we pay to the school which covers all for the school fees of the child which children that are in the, are in the school this project actually uh, from the way we looked at it and designed it is actually taking care of nine out of the 17 sdg goals number one is solve the issue of poverty most of this is why they are those schools because of poverty they don't have money and so now this is an, another avenue for them to uh, put their plastic together and earn something in return that they can use to pay that covers their child's school fees. Secondly, the goal three takes care of good health. In our, in our, in our environment, most times when the damages are blocked and there are floods everywhere, when you check closely, most of, most of the time, 70 to 80% of the kind of waste you find in that gutter, that drainage, they are plastics. And so the plastics end up causing mosquito bites, brings malaria, brings, it affects our health. And so this initiative is also helping to take care of goal three, which is health. The third goal is goal number four, quality education. And so people don't go to school, they don't have access to quality education because they cannot pay school fees. But with this now, people are not going to school, they have access to quality education. Another goal is goal six, clean water and sanitation. The environment is getting more clean now than before. Before, if you walk past through some of the streets where we uh, we are having this project in school. You will see plastics everywhere, but now plastics are scarce in that community because people are not beginning to understand that with the plastics, they can send their child to school. And so it's bringing a clean environment to everyone. Another goal, go eight good jobs and economic growth. So people are not taking the job to start looking for plastics and end up doing they gather them together, we bring it over to us and we give them something in exchange that they can use to improve their life. We live in sustainable cities and communities. Is bringing a clean, a, a, a nice approach to our cities, making it look healthy and safe for everyone. And, and to a large extent, beds are not littered everywhere. One can come up and sleep at the environment and say it's wonderful. Go to a responsible consumption and production. Now, everyone that's into the business of producing plastic bottles, they're not going to think about how they can recover some of these plastic bottles. Now, people don't just buy filter or, or plastic water or any longer because they want to buy. The first thing that when they buy it, at the end of the day, they should keep their bottles in their house. He also talked about he also address climate change issue, also address partnership for the goals. Now, on partnership for the goals, the way the model is being designed is we as ACI, we're an NGO, we work with the recycling firm, which is more like a social enterprise. And so when and the, the school is in the middle. And so when the parents bring the plastic to the school, they will also contact the recycler, the recycling firm to also come to the school. And so there's an exchange from the parents to the recycling firm. And at the end of the day, there are figures, the amounts that the recycling firm collects these plastics from the parents. And it's the amount that goes in that we as an organization coordinate to ensure that it's being used to pay the school fees of the child. We don't just allow the parents to have access to this money. The money goes to the school because we want to cover the school fees of the child. And so with the Recycle Space program, 
the children wins because they are in school. The parents wins also because now they have an alternative to paying the child's school fees. They're no longer begging. We have parents that are widows on this platform. Most times, it's always difficult for them to pay their school fees. But we need to plan on ground now. They are no longer begging and looking for where they can get they, all they simply need to do to get their plastics together. At the end of the day, it covers up for the school fees. The recycling fair we work through also wins at the end of the day. The environment is kept clean. Mother health is also appreciated. It appreciates our effort to a large extent. So this entire system and model, that is how the whole recycle space work at the moment. I think it's actually quite brilliant. I mean, the fact that uh, there have been so many significant uh, changes, especially in one of the communities that she had just mentioned. And, you know, also, I, I always think it's such a crying shame when uh, children, especially from disadvantaged backgrounds and um, from poverty-stricken areas, don't actually have access to the best education. Because even coming across this statistic, I was actually, I found it uh, quite disturbing that uh, in Nigeria alone, that there's actually an alarming rate of out-of-school children, which is 10,5 million so is that actually true yes yes that's huge 10.5 million yes and it's it's it's, and the thing is it's like you you know you think to yourself how when you when you actually uh incorporate uh, or implement rather this uh twofold idea where uh, actually everybody can benefit where children are not able to go to school and i mean at the end of the day uh, costs are certainly increasing as far as um you know uh, education is concerned and also at the same time uh with the um also addressing uh, addressing plastic pollution. I think it's actually it's, it's such a win-win situation for everyone because um, also at the end of the day, uh, you have alleviated certain areas that have been an, an environmentally compromised. I mean, um, and also speaking of which, uh, plastic pollution, where does Nigeria actually rank, rank when it comes to that globally? And also in the same breath, I'm not proud to say this, but in South Africa, we do also rank in the top 20 when it comes to being the worst offenders. So I actually think this is something that we could certainly be inspired by. <laughs> By, you know exactly even even we have, we have invitations from Ghana from Togo they want us to come and uh, duplicate same model because they also have plastics everywhere so we have a conference we are doing in August this year every year we run what we call the Africa cleanup conference as an organization last year we held it in Lome in Togo the year before we did it in Cape Coast in Ghana this year we're going back to Ghana in or the August next month Accra Ghana for two days, we are going to bring in people together, delegates, lovers of the environment, uh, environmentalists, climate change activists. We're going to put them together for two days in Ghana for us to discuss about issues about plastic, about uh, climate change, about how we sustainable waste management, so about circular economy, how we can come up with a plan as Africa to bring about the kind of desire change we want to see in our in our nation in our in our, uh, in Africa as a continent. So, so that's what we're going to be doing for two days. And also before we leave, we'll see how we can also set up this same model that is working in Nigeria, the recycle space in Ghana as well, because they are also calling for it. They say Ghana have a lot of plastic everywhere, and there are a lot of children that are out of school, and they want us to see, they want us to do the same thing as well that we're doing here in Lagos. And so we look forward to doing that in Ghana too. August 2nd and 3rd are the dates for the conference. 
And, you know, what I love about this model is, I, I mean, you're already, you're already saying that uh, the countries such as Ghana were also expressing interest in utilizing this. And the thing is, it doesn't, I think for me, it actually, it, it, it's something that's incredibly um, just expandable that you can actually work with, um, regardless of your, uh, of, of the country's uh, economical or environmental infrastructure. Yeah. I think this is something that can certainly, I mean, I mean, also when it comes to alleviating poverty in our, in our own continent, this is just I think this is very much um, you know you, you are ahead of the, the curve with this one and it's, it's something I think this is a much needed answer to a much bigger problem you know considering that uh, when it comes to uh, the deadline that we have to correct um, certain damages some of which are environmentally irreversible but this is a brilliant way of taking control of the situation exactly because you know just, just imagine where everyone begins to have a, an, another change of mindset approach towards the, the plastics. Now, imagine people... Now, what, what we have at the moment now is organizations, individuals calling us to say, okay, fine, we'll start keeping our plastics. We want you guys to come and carry it for us because we know it's helping to put a child in school. But before now, they just dispose. They don't care. But now they are not learning to sort their waste at home and they keep their plastic. Even banks does it at the moment. We collect plastic from banks. We collect from organizations and it's helping sponsor more children to stay in school. And you understand? So it's actually helping to reduce. You can, you can imagine, the, for example, we did a pickup yesterday, one of the schools we we're working with. I will recover close to 300 kg of plastics on, in one particular day. Just imagine what would have happened to those large numbers of plastics if we had not shown up, would have gone back to the environment and messed up the old place. I may be virtually getting to our villages and blocked the old place away, reinforced flood everywhere. And so people that begin to understand why they should act responsibly and take ownership of the environment and see how they can be about, bring about the kind of desired change they want to see in the environment. And that's the beauty and that's one of the things that gives us joy where people are now understanding what we're doing and are now beginning to gather their plastics together and donating it to us just to help sponsor a child in school. And, uh, you know, uh, I'd just actually like to go back to just the bottles for school fees concept, um, you know, just to kind of uh, mathematically break down how that works. So when it comes to the plastic bottles, which are also known as the uh, pet bottles, uh, how does that actually how is that how does that actually work? How is the cost of tuition determined? Now, now for the for the low income schools that we are working with, there are school fees from Nigerian part of view. Is five thousand naira at below, five thousand per ten, five thousand, and in a year we have like three thirds. So one ten is five thousand naira. That's the school fees for low income schools. Some take four thousand naira. And so for the recycler that comes to pick the pet bottles, they they, they pick it in exchange for twenty naira per kilogram. So for one kilogram, it goes for twenty naira. And so uh, for a, for a parent to have access to five thousand naira as school fees. They simply need to bring kilogram between 200 and uh, 250 kg per term. And a term consists of three months on the average. And so if they bring that quantity within the space of three months, they have covered up their school fees. And what we encourage them to do is to start paying ahead of time. So if within the first term they have succeeded in bringing between 200 and kg and 250 kg, which is the school fees, that, that shouldn't make them to stop. They can continue bringing to cover up for the second time in the same year. So what that means is that if they're so hardworking enough, they gather enough plastic. From the first time in school, they can gather enough that will pay for the entire one year of that child in school. 
And I think the way that it works is, is absolutely uh, brilliant. So from what I understand, uh, so you're saying that one bottle is equal to one Naira. Is that correct? No, 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 no. no. Is it not? So okay. It is not. What we do, we, 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 do it, we, we determine the figure based on kilogram. Oh, on kilogram. So, uh, yes. Yes, kilogram, yes. And so one kilogram is equivalent to 20 Naira. Oh, I see. And so, yes, one kilogram is equivalent to 20 Naira. And so one uh, one one uh, one uh, naira will be equivalent to like uh, twenty seven twenty eight bottles. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So it's always it's always uh, determined uh, by kilogram. Okay, I, I get you. I get you. And it's it's. I think yeah. it's actually a brilliant system to to work with as well. It's it's also sound, and it's uh, quite a, a sustainable one at that. And um, exactly, yes. and it's easier for people to determine the weight on the spot. Are you counting? Imagine a prayer bringing like ten bags. Now you're not down to count one after the other. That takes time. That is stressful. That is not sustainable. And people burn out easily because of the time it takes for you to count. But with the weight, you just put your weight scale and you raise it up. You get the weight on the spot. And it's, it's, it's a brilliant initiative indeed. And I know that Morit International School is one of the schools where this has been implemented. And, you know, when it comes to setting this up, uh, something of this uh, magnitude, something, uh, an, an undertaking with an undertaking such as this, uh, how successful has this been at this school and as well as the other schools? And what were the other challenges in trying to actually set up this project? Okay, fine. Uh, we started with Morit because Morit for us is more like a foundation that's the first school that we actually kicked off with. And then uh, from that point, uh, we've seen lots of parents take advantage of the model to pay their children's school fees. And so normally the school, the parents in school used to owe, maybe for example, in a term, you might just know that like, like 50% or 40% of the children have not paid their school fees because of the, because of the economic situation. But with this project, now that number has reduced drastically. So we now have more children paying their school fees because of this model. And now we have moved to other schools. We have like four other schools that we are currently working with at the moment. So uh, with the Moritz, five schools. And so it has grown to the point where it is. And more kids are on the platform. And we would have even gone more, gone far. But just one of the challenges, which, like you mentioned, one of the challenges we're having at the moment is the logistics. Logistics in terms of uh, support, in terms of picking up of the plastic. But what we want to do next is Instead of waiting for the parents to be bringing the plastic to school, we also want to pick plastics from individuals and organizations to support what the parents are bringing so that we can be able to pay for more children's school fees in school. But logistics is a whole big challenge for us. We don't have, we, we're trying to do a crowdfunding at the moment. We've set up the link where we want people to help us. We want to buy a vehicle, like a mini truck that we will use to go about picking plastics from individuals and organizations that want to donate. Because if we have that truck in place, that vehicle to move around, it will help us to recover more plastics. And more plastics means more children staying in school. So that is a big challenge for us at the moment. Logistics and the support at, at the moment, we're using our own personal phone to move around the logistics from one school to another, setting up this project and ensuring that the parents are having access to it. We don't have any funder anyway. We've not accessed any grants on, for this project. So it's our organization that is doing the major spending. And also, we want to buy a vehicle, which we're looking forward to having people supporting us to buy that vehicle so that we can be able to go around picking more plastics and ensure that more kids are staying in school.
So you did mention something about uh, not having supported funding. So would you set up um, some sort of um, crowdfunding, uh, something to to best also direct people towards uh, this cause, and not just for Nigeria, but internationally as well? That, that's what we're trying to do now. The, the one, we, we set up one on Visa, although it's on Paystack, and uh, they said we cannot use it to access funds from international uh, platform, and that's giving us concern at the moment, like really from the, those maybe local funds on Visa. And so those that want to turn international, what we do, we give them, maybe they want to support us by Western Union or something, I don't even know. But we have not set up the one that we have access to international uh, don't know yet. We don't know the best at the moment because we were thinking the first stack would have sat. But the first says said at the moment they can't give us access to international fund, and so we are just locally using the, using the first stack on the local level now. I'm speaking to Alex Akigbe. He's exec- executive director of Africa Cleanup Initiative, or ACI. This is a remarkable NGO uh, that actually collaborates with schools and low-income communities to allow parents who are unable to afford school fees to pay their children's tuition with plastic bottles that they collect. And, um, you know, we've been discussing uh, just exactly the schools that they're working with as well and just the benefits, how this benefits all parties involved, the schools, the children, as well as the parents as as well also helps to uh, financially alleviate them as well and of course um, with the uh, environmental issues that they've also had to tackle as well and don't you think um, Alex that this is actually the right time wouldn't you say that this initiative was implemented at the right time and not just for Nigeria but just for the world at large you know considering we are at a time in our human existence where this is much needed um, you know it's actually where the way you know there is much needed if not um, you know over overdue attention that is needed especially when it comes to climate change yes yes because there's a report we saw that if, if, if we don't act now the time we come where we'll find more plastics in the ocean than fishes more like 50 years from now and so that report is something that for us it calls for uh, uh, a call for action taking action taking steps to start doing something in order to reduce the plastics from getting into the ocean as an organization, we also organize the cleanups of the ocean. Uh, we know the numbers of plastic we recover every time we clean the, the ocean. And so with this project on ground now, I think it's just the right time. All we need to do is to, to work more, build more collaboration, collaborators and see how we can expand it to other communities as to get more people to sign up. And so now is just the right time for it. And so we would love to see it happen in different communities and different other African nations as well. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to have to close off the converse, conversation. But speaking of collaborative, of um, collaboration, collaborations, uh, partnerships, and also just our listeners who are also environmental, um, who are just environmental enthusiasts, those eco warriors who happen to be tuning in right now, how can they get involved? What are your contact details, and um, how can they potentially also contribute to funding you in future? Thank you very much. Uh, at the moment, uh, our email, I'm going to share our email, my mobile number, and uh, our Instagram page where you're going to see a lot of events we've done and what we're doing at the moment. For some time, very sure some partners or people would want to catch up with us to see what we've been doing. So if you go to Instagram at the moment and, and search for ACI Nigeria on Instagram, it's A for Apple, C for Charge, I for A, ACI Nigeria. 
If you search for us on Instagram, you will see our page. You can follow us and send us a DM. We will definitely respond. If you want to send us a mail, you can do info, I-N-F-O dot A-C-I-Nigeria at gmail.com. Info, I-N-F-O dot A-C-I-Nigeria at gmail.com. So if you want to do us a WhatsApp message, you want to do the WhatsApp call, you can do plus two three four eight zero triple three, which is three 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 four zero nine seven two. Plus two three four eight zero triple three four zero nine seven two. That's a WhatsApp number. If you do what you find on, on Skype, you just search for I am Alex Grace. On Skype, I am I am I A M Alex Grace. Together, one word, no space. And so any of this platform, what you want to go on Twitter, you search for ACI Nigeria on Twitter. You want to search for us on Facebook, you search for ACI Nigeria on Facebook. So any of this medium, you get across to us, I will definitely get in touch with you. And uh, on that note, I'd just love to say thank you so much for just taking the time to speak to us. And we just uh, really do pray that ACI continues to grow from strength to strength. You are making some beautiful changes uh, towards your country and you are uh, enhancing the lives of of, uh, learners so that they may have access to better better education. And also you're just really giving so many Nigerian parents peace of mind. And of course, the schools as well are also trying to, I mean, it benefits them because they're also trying to impart and encourage uh, environmental friendly behavior. So I I salute you, um, Alex, for the work that you do, and I'm wishing you all the best. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. I look forward to getting more feedback from you. Thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your weekend, uh, Alex. Thank you. Same same, same to you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Bye. See you. Bye.